0: Hola y bienvenidos al Spanish Grammar Review, brought to you from MedicalSpanishPodcast.com. Soy Molly Martin, and in this podcast, we take on advanced Spanish grammar through interactive examples. In today's podcast, we are going to practice using the subjunctive in subordinate noun clauses that follow main clauses that express an attitude of disbelief, denial, or uncertainty. We use the subjunctive to express disbelief, denial, or uncertainty, while opposite statements expressing belief, affirmation, or certainty about one's perceived reality call for the indicative. For example, No creo que me escuchen. Creo que me escuchan. In the first, I expressed disbelief and therefore used the subjunctive. In the second, I express what I believe to be true and therefore use the indicative. Now let's practice statements of disbelief, denial, and uncertainty, along with opposite statements that express belief, affirmation, and certainty. It will be up to you to determine when to use the subjunctive and when to use the indicative. Empecemos. No creíamos. We didn't think he was so naive, ingenuo. No creíamos que fuera tan ingenuo. Or, no creíamos que fuese tan ingenuo. Creíamos. We thought he was naive. Creíamos que era ingenuo. Me parece. I think you study a lot.
1: Me parece
0: que estudias mucho. No me parece. I don't think you study very much. No me parece que estudies mucho. No parecía. It didn't seem like she was sick. No parecía que estuviera enferma. Or, No parecía que estuviese enferma. Parecía. It seemed like he was sick. Parecía que estaba enfermo. He dicho, I said she is trustworthy. De confianza. He dicho que es de confianza. No he dicho, I didn't say she is trustworthy. No he dicho que sea de confianza. Pedro dudaba. Pedro doubted it was possible. Pedro dudaba que fuera posible. Or, Pedro dudaba que fuese posible. Pedro nunca dudaba.
1: Pedro never doubted it was possible.
0: Pedro nunca dudaba que era posible. Era dudoso. It was doubtful that she had written the article.
1: Era dudoso
0: que hubiera escrito el artículo, or Era dudoso que hubiese escrito el artículo. No era dudoso. It wasn't doubtful that she had written the article. No era dudoso que había escrito el artículo. Estamos seguros. We are
1: sure they will come today.
0: Estamos seguros de que vendrán hoy. No estamos seguros. We are not sure they are coming today. No estamos seguros de que vengan hoy. Negué. I denied that he knew anything about it. Negué que supiera nada al respecto. No negué. I did not deny that he knew something about it. No negué que sabía algo al respecto. Fue cierto. It was true that I had gone out the night before. Fue cierto que había salido la noche anterior. No fue cierto. It wasn't true that I had gone out the night before. No fue cierto que hubiera salido la noche anterior. Or, No fue cierto que hubiese salido la noche anterior. No es que. It's not that she wants to hurt him. Lastimarlo. No es que quiera lastimarlo. Es que. It's that she wants to hurt him. Es que quiere lastimarlo. No era que... It wasn't that he liked you. No era que le gustaras... Or... No era que le gustases. Remember, gustar is a reverse verb. So try that one again. It wasn't that he liked you.
1: No era que le
0: gustaras. Or, no era que le gustases. Era que. It's that he liked you. Era que le gustabas. Although denials are usually followed by the subjunctive, there are exceptions. When no saber is used to speak of a demonstrable fact, the indicative is often used. For example, when expressing that you were not aware of something that you now know to be true, it is common to use the indicative. Considering this and using no sabía, how would you interpret, I didn't know she had arrived? No sabía que había llegado. Now using the subjunctive in such cases is not wrong. It's perfectly acceptable to say, no sabía que hubiera llegado. But I think you'll find it's more common to use the indicative when describing something that you now know to be true. And when we use no saber to refer to present and future events where uncertainty exists, we usually follow this with C rather than K. And in Mexico and other parts of Latin America, the subjunctive actually follows no saber si. So, if you were in Mexico, how would you say, I don't know if she loves me? No sé si me quiera. However, in Spain and some parts of Latin America, the present subjunctive never follows C. So, this time using the indicative, interpret, I don't know if she loves me. No sé si me quiere. Another example when the subjunctive is optional following a denial is when you are very certain about the statement you are making. You are not stating an opinion, but something you know. Using no era que, interpret it wasn't that he was working. No era que trabajaba. In this case, you are sure that he was not working. So, although you are denying that something occurred, you can actually use the indicative here to reflect your certainty in your statement. But if this confuses you, don't sweat it. It is also correct to use the subjunctive in this case and say, No era que trabajara. Just be aware you may hear the indicative following a denial and that this reflects a greater degree of certainty in the expressed statement. Now let's practice statements of possibility and probability. Note that when we negate statements about probability or possibility they continue to express doubt and therefore these negative statements of probability and possibility are also followed by the subjunctive. For example, both es posible and es imposible will be followed by the subjunctive. Es posible. It's possible they will come late. Es posible que vengan tarde. Es imposible. It's impossible that they can hear us. Es imposible que nos puedan oír. Fue probable. It was likely that they would show up. Presentarse. Fue probable que se presentaran, or Fue probable que se presentasen. Era poco probable. It was unlikely that
1: things would change.
0: Era poco probable que las cosas cambiaran, or Era poco probable que las cosas cambiasen. No es probable. It is not likely that
1: they will arrive late. No es probable
0: que lleguen tarde. Puede que. Maybe they'll give us a discount. Hacer descuento.
1: Puede que nos hagan
0: descuento. No puede que. It can't be that they have already left. No puede que ya se hayan ido. <laughs> and finally, let's go over two common words which mean perhaps or maybe. These are tal vez and quizás you can also drop the s and make quizás quizá contrary to what you may have learned talvez and quizás are not always followed by the subjunctive when referring to present or past events either the subjunctive or the indicative may be used when you use a subjunctive you convey less certainty and when you use the indicative you convey more certainty about what you are saying. For example, using tal vez, if you were fairly certain that someone liked your friend, how would you interpret, perhaps Diego likes you? Tal vez le gustas a Diego. Now interpret this more playfully, as a conjecture. Perhaps Diego likes you. Tal vez le gustes a Diego. Now interpret the following using quizás. First, interpret the following, indicating that you know something that they don't. Perhaps there was money left in the account. Quizás quedaba dinero en la cuenta. Now make the same statement as if you are guessing. Perhaps there was money left in the account. Quizás quedara dinero en la cuenta. Or, quizás quedase dinero en la cuenta. Now, when describing future events following tal vez and quizás, it is more common to use the subjunctive. But you may also hear the future indicative. Again, when the indicative is used, it indicates more certainty. Beginning with tal vez, interpret the following using the subjunctive. Perhaps they will come tomorrow. Tal vez vengan mañana. And using the indicative, perhaps they will come tomorrow. Tal vez vendrán mañana. You may also hear the conditional following tal vez and quizás, in which case, much like the subjunctive, the speaker uses the conditional to make their statement more tentative. Beginning with quizás, interpret the following using the conditional. Maybe she can go alone.
1: Quizás
0: podría ir sola. Before we conclude, I would like to mention that there are some common phrases that mean perhaps that do not take the subjunctive. Two of these are a lo mejor and de repente. De repente, which also means suddenly, is commonly used in Mexico as perhaps, maybe. How would you interpret the following using a lo mejor? Perhaps we'll leave tomorrow. A lo mejor nos vamos mañana. And using de repente, interpret, perhaps we're dining together. De repente cenamos juntos. And that pretty much wraps up using the subjunctive in subordinate noun clauses. I'm going to return to the Medical Spanish Podcast for a little while, and then I'll be back again to cover more of the subjunctive. Please send me your feedback at molly at medicalspanishpodcast.com. Hasta pronto!